Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Startcast, Press Out Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ian Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, James. Howdy. Steven. Hello, internet friends. And Brody. Hello. Hey, Brody, I've been keeping an eye on your Twitter. I th- I'm mm-hmm. kind of tempted to introduce a new segment where we go, like, explain this tweet. Because you guys, all three of you, are pretty <laughs> prolific on Twitter, and I admire that a great deal about you. Um, but you're not so keen on the Bumblebee movie, huh? Uh, I'm just not keen on anything Transformers after all the movies. But um, admittedly, there is a couple of parts in the Bumblebee trailer that I thought were, was relatively nice. But I don't know. It just seems weird to me that it exists. Like, right. it doesn't need to exist, I don't think. Yeah, but a new director, like, not kind of tempting you over? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll see what Metacritic and Rotten Tomato says about it, but until then, I'm more... It comes out on the same day as Aquaman, and I'm a bit of a... Uh, a <laughs> I had forgotten a, that was a thing. And I'm a bit of a DC dude, so um, I'll probably prioritize that, obviously, but, you know, I can see more than one movie, I guess. In the one, yeah, you can. Uh, you can. Aquaman versus day. Bumblebee, truly a battle of the titans. Yes, that is. It's going to be a hotly contested box office that one. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> what about yourself, Stephen? There's been like we, it's rare we talk about movies, but we are all like big movie fans. Um, I think like trailers came out for the Lego Movie Part Two and Wreck It Ralph over the last couple of days. I saw a lot of people talking about those. Either of those grab your grabby fancy. I haven't seen any of them because I've been extremely busy. All I know is that everyone's very unhappy about Wreck-It Ralph because it looks like the Emoji movie or something. Um, oh, really? Or I don't know people just saying that it's just like, references, lol, more references, whereas the first movie was a bit like, here's some references, but there's some actual uh, I think, movie I think to the it, I guess. Was, wasn't Because I haven't seen the first Wreck-It Ralph, but it was video games, I'm assuming, yeah? Mainly. Yeah. yeah. I yes. think they've, they've kind of widened that to the whole Disney like empire so Star Wars Marvel um, yeah yeah, and I think obviously and I guess it being full on internet as well cynical cynical internet people are like oh this is so sell outy but I I don't know I feel like if it's the same to be fair it does look like a lot of I mean the problem with the first game was it did have a video game focus but it was very generic like it didn't actually sort of really name any video games at all they were just sort of insinuated where this one is like calling out a bunch of different properties but albeit sort of from that Disney yeah that Disney umbrella I guess so I think it does just a bit, look like one maybe, big promotion maybe but. it's just like a bit tone deaf after all the Ready Player One backlash that kind of came out mm. you know um, mm. I mean, I don't really have a horse in this race, so to speak. But like, <laughs> you should go and check out the trailer. Do you though. have There's a horse? Great, like they include pretty much like a clip of um of uh, glitch. I think is the character's name meeting like all the Disney princesses. Um, and it's hilarious. Highly encouraging. Yeah, I, I would like Cinderella I'm keen to break see her slip at a glass. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the first one first. I think. I mean, I'm sure the yeah. stories don't link that intrinsically, but like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a good year for animation. We've got The Incredibles coming out soon, and I'm a massive Lego Movie fan. So with Part Two coming out in the horizon as well, like, oh, so exciting. Um, but James, you're not so excited about chicken wings in this continuing Twitter segment. What <laughs> I love what this. do you have against chicken wings, sir? Did I tweet that? I didn't realize I you tweeted did. that. Um, you re- no, actually, you I retweeted someone that was dissing chicken wings. <clears throat> well, I, I see everything, James. Yeah, I, I've just I had this discussion <laughs> with somebody last night. Because there was a chicken wing challenge on MasterChef, that's why. Because everybody thinks they're really good, but I reckon they're overrated. Like, Why? I just think it's so much... Like, the tweet that I retweeted was pretty much how I feel. It's just so much effort. And then in public, it's also... There's a pretty big, 
loss of dignity while you're trying to eat them. <laughs> and like, it's just so much effort and social capital lost for so little reward. Like, I would rather like, you know, a piece of chicken that's like thick and juicy. I feel like this podcast has jumped the shark because we're talking about chicken wings. <laughs> my, my connection lagged then and it just came back with James going thick and juicy. Oh, okay. and I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Brody, what what's, what's your opinion on chicken wings? Uh, overrated. Yeah. Um, what? I mean, what? they are. You know that they're, they're, you know they're messy, trash because they sell so no many for them. so little money. Like you can go exactly. to like... You can get like them for a dollar each at KFC. They're crap. They're so No, shit. you guys, you guys are crazy. We, I went to no. a, like a street food place the other night and they had boneless chicken wings. Amazing. Like I'm pretty sure what it was... you talking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just chicken breast shaped in a chicken wing, but I don't care. It had the sauce. All the ex- the chicken wing the chicken wing experience was there. Um yeah. but I didn't have to worry Chick- about bones or like chicken wings are too much work for what you get out of it. See, that's I what think I said. You guys are eating See? them wrong. You've got to you've got to pinch the bottom like where the bones meet up. No, I don't want to pinch any of my meat. Them. I just want to <laughs> eat it. Okay? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sweep my connection out. lagged again, and it just came back and pinched the bottom. What are we talking about? Ewan does foreplay with his meat, but I don't like that, so I'm... One of my favourite things to do is get like go to Costco and get the enormous tubs of chicken wings they have. Oh my the God, buffalo-style chicken wings. That's where I want to buy my chicken like, bowl. Like candles. <laughs> throw them all in the ovens. Ah, oh, so, so good. Have we Steven, peaked? Have surely a nice you've got my your buff. Surely chicken you've got wings my are horrible. Like, why would anyone eat them? They're what? just like... They're the this part is, of the I'm chicken. the podcast. This is ridiculous. They're, they're just like, you, you can't chomp into it. The best type you of meat is this where you can just like <laughs> throw it in your mouth, chew it up, and it tastes good. Like Some people the do. only good wings I've had are yeah. like Korean barbecue wings. They were amazing, but no. you literally had to wear a like, <laughs> well, you had to wear a pair of gloves to be able to do it. Otherwise, your hands are full of sauce and... Nothing stops your face getting covered in sauce. So the social capital, you just have to like sign social- a contract ahead of guys, time so you that your friends don't like bring it up again. Well, we do, and that's what sets us apart food. from other people. You and that's all I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. You know, like when uh, you get hot chicken wings, you get like the buffalo sauce, like it's that weird hot tangy sauce. That's amazing. But I don't want to yeah. have to worry about like destroying my mouth with gross bones. Chicken wings are a sauce delivery method, and you could just put no, sauce on no, better chicken. No, they're so juicy and succulent. I just, just don't like, like to be reminded either. They're all either. crispy. There's all the skin there. Like, let's be honest. Like, no. chicken skin is the best bit of a chicken. Revolting. Really. I, <laughs> some people, no, a lot of people do like chicken skin, but I don't like it. I, I get it. I get that, but I don't like it. But, like... Um, I've never speak so passionately. I don't think. About I love. <laughs> I love how you were like. Are we really talking about chicken wings on the podcast? And you became so invested in it that we are now seven minutes in and yet to discuss video games. I just don't like um, to be reminded that the thing I'm eating had a skeleton, like, and that's what chicken wings. <laughs> and I'll have to say, as a gamer, it's not a very good gaming food. It gets your controller all greasy and that, gross. So, like, that that's my point. reasoning. Who's that was, eating a that's bucket of wings and playing games though? Like. Oh, people who like people chicken wings, sure Ewan, probably. <laughs> All the KFC adverts, people are doing that. So realistic. Um, I think this is probably a good time to bring up housekeeping. Um, we're now going to be swearing on the podcast going forward. Um, you might have noticed last week, I didn't beep anything. We've just kind of like made the decision as a team like not to censor the swear words anymore. So it's going to be within reason. I'm waiting for one of you guys to jump into the swear word. Um, <laughs> We've already It's going to be within reason. Have we? Oh, see, yeah. this is this Sorry. is why we've removed it, because I could not like, keep track of it when people swear. It was ever since I joined, and I feel responsible, and I'm sorry. 
um, but I thought like we better just like throw that out as a warning there. Like if people listen with their kids, I hope you don't because you should be educating your kids better. Um, but you know, just a warning. Uh, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about some of the latest comments made by the NBN chief, which might elicit some swearing, um, and esports in Melbourne. But the first topic, Stephen. Is for you, yes, because Fortnite has been rated for the Nintendo Switch, and as the two resident Fortnite fans, I thought we better discuss this. Um, we predicted this, of course. We talked about this in our E3 predictions, so already I think there's some points for us there. Um, but do you think you'll be playing on your Switch, Stephen? Yes, um, I can't remember if I've said this on a, lot of a previous podcast, but. I loved the idea of the mobile one. I was like, cool, I can play this at work, but I hate playing it on a phone. It just doesn't work yeah. for me. So, like, yeah. I mean, I probably won't do it for long. It'll probably be a novelty that wears off. But the idea of I can be at work on a break, tether up my phone, play a match of Fortnite, go back to work. Like, that's the dream. I, lo- I want to do that. Sounds good. James, Brody, do you think this will be enough to get you guys across? No. James, please Sorry. go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, like, I, I just don't like it. I'm really sorry. It doesn't matter what I play it on. It's just not going to change. I'm too it's busy. Can I, I'm playing. It's fine. Yeah. Can I ask? I, I don't have a real in-depth knowledge of the Switch. Does it have, like, a 3G or 4G connection? It, like no. A new, no. <clears throat> so how would you play it on the go? I reckon it's they, they just so expect people to hotspot. Yeah, which yeah, that, that that's what I don't buy into. Like I'm, is that even reliable? Like, is it? No, I don't think it's. Well, especially here in Australia, it's not reliable technology. Like, dude, I'm, no, my I, phone is like ridiculously quick. Like, yeah. my home connection's kind of garbage, but my phone just like yeah, 30, 40 megabits any time of day. Fortnite doesn't use very much, as no, we will doesn't. as we will talk <laughs> about later. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm don't download not- it on your phone, and you'll be fine. I'm not getting a Switch to play games like this. I, I, I just yeah. like Fortnite for me is a home console sort of game. I do, yeah, yeah I totally get that. Like, it's no half of the Switch yet. is <laughs> half of the Switch is like the ability to play it anywhere, and games like this don't fit that paradigm very much. But that's okay. Like, not all games are going to be portable everywhere, and you can just you know you can play it on the TV, or if someone else wants to use the TV, you can play it on the Switch, or you can play it in bed, or you can play it in a different room. You just play it anywhere with internet. It's great. Yeah, I think I think becoming ha- having become so accustomed though to playing this on console, I sort of like expect a certain level of fidelity from it now and sort of certain comfort with the controls. And I don't think I'll quite get that same experience on my Switch. Um, I don't know. Maybe like I'll play it for a week or two, and it might be sort of like a little fun game. I mean, the beauty with Fortnite is you can jump in for like 15, 20 minutes and then bounce back out again. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't see myself doing that too much. Have um, they said whether... Oh, they probably haven't because it's only been rated, but do you think mm-hmm. they'll allow you to use your same profile between maybe Switch and I'd Xbox? I'd be pretty, pretty sure. So. Yeah. PlayStation but, won't let it because... No, PlayStation do. does, though. Uh, do they? I thought yeah, they like would, I can uh, use my same down. account across PlayStation, PC, and iPhone, so I imagine I you should just <clears> slot in I there. I mean, like, you log into your Xbox Live account in Minecraft on the Switch, like, I don't mm. see why Nintendo would be averse to yeah, Epic. True. Yeah, I do remember, like, back... I don't know if this is still the case, but back when I first got into Fortnite, like, James wanted to play it on Xbox, or no, I wanted to play it, and James insisted we play it on Xbox, so I set up my account there. Then uh, I went to play it on PS4, and it's like, you can't have an Xbox account linked to the same account as one with a PS4 that you right. linked to it, so I had to create a second Epic account. So maybe there's still a bit of that Cold War between those two specific platforms, but yeah. I don't think the Switch will be 
uh, limited in the same way. Yeah, I've not experimented with that, but mine's my Epic account's linked up between PC and PlayStation just fine. Um, I think mobile too, although I'm not sure if I've tried that. Um, but yeah, I should note this hasn't been confirmed yet. This is just it's been rated. It looks like it's on the way. I suspect we'll see it at E3, which is happening very very soon. Um, but topic number two that I wanted to talk with you guys today about, um, I suspect it's going to be quite contentious as well. Um, no, actually, we're all going to agree on it, but you know, it's it's controversial none, nonetheless. Um, and that's that the NBN chief has blamed gamers um, for fixed wireless conge- congestion. Um, to give you a bit of an idea of what exactly he said, um, they're looking at slow slowing down. They're looking at slowdown in speeds um, and limiting downloads during peak times in order to overcome fixed congestion problems um, that the NBN chief thinks that are related to gamers. Um, At a parliamentary hearing in Sydney earlier in the week, he said that the heavy use that are likely to be targeted in this fair use policy were gamers predominantly. While people are gaming, this is a quote, while quotes while people are gaming, it is a high bandwidth requirement that is a steady streaming process, said Mr. Morrow, the NBN co-chief. Um, obviously, this sent a bunch of people into an outrage. Um, so, Brody, are gamers really to blame? No. Nope. Pretty clean cut answer. Ca- uh, categorically, no. Um, James, do you feel the same? I think, like, in the big scheme of things, no. Um, I'm sure that, like, you know midnight on cod night everybody's downloading the new cod <laughs> digitally that's probably gonna you know put some strain on a network but in general uh-huh. like that's probably not i would wager that's nothing compared to people who are streaming in hd 4k on netflix and stan you know sure that's like i see it i do understand maybe what they th- are saying they're probably not even thinking the way that i'm thinking because i doubt they realize how it all works but like um i think <laughs> which is a bit of a worry for the nbn co-chief but yeah. uh, that's another issue i just yeah like i don't know i think like i i think like downloading large amounts for like a digital game or something obviously is going to be pretty intensive on the network if everybody's doing it at once and everybody who's playing the same game at the same time is doing it like but yeah i think in general like in the big scheme of things it isn't I don't think it is at all. Yeah. Uh, to, to my understanding, like, in the sort of comments that he was making in this parliamentary hearing, he was describing kind of super users, like internet super users, and sort of referenced gamers as an example. And I think that although, like, necessarily playing a game online isn't hugely data-intensive in sort of comparison to um, streaming HD video or, like, Skype calls or whatever it may be, um, I think... Gamers are typically like indicative of internet super users in the fact that it is generally sort of gamers that are also sort of like going onto Netflix and downloading heaps of stuff or like um, streaming music constantly or whatever. Like I think I feel like gamers sort of fit into that sort of uh, you know there's a significant sort of like Venn diagram overlap between like gamers and people who extensively use the internet, right? Um, so I think there's some like fairness to what he's saying, but yeah, like to say that, to suggest that playing video games online is the sole kind of, or like the primary cause of this congestion is a bit naive. Um, but Stephen, like, what do you think the NBN do here? Like what, what is the reaction to this? They've got people at a top level that, um, clearly don't kind of, aren't really able to grasp how like internet sort of bandwidth works hugely. Um, do you think that is some structural issues with the NBN or how do they address these congestion issues going forward? Um, get everyone to play on PS4 because the download speeds are garbage and that <laughs> won't have any issues. Um, no, but I think 
What they can do is, I guess, when you're talking about regular landline MBN, that's up to how much bandwidth they have to go around. But wireless, it's sort of you can't just make more by having bigger cables or you know anything like that. It's like fixed yeah. wireless kind of has its own particular bandwidth that's going to be shared over an area. So I guess the only thing they really can do is assume that more people are going to be using things heavily and more more freely or more fairly share that around the people that are on the network just i guess being realistic and saying we only have so much bandwidth we can't you know we're going to have to limit people to being able to use so much so that they don't degrade everyone else's i don't think it's specifically gaming related like mm. i reckon even sort of with the example james brought up every every person going through and downloading call of duty on the day that comes out that would be like a blip on the radar compared to 7 p.m. every night when every person's going to sit down and watch Netflix. Like, that's going to be the real bandwidth pusher, I guess. So, yeah, just realistically, yeah, sorry, realistically not- understanding everyone's going to need to use a fair bit of bandwidth and there's only so much to go around. So, just don't allow people to use more than is going to be allowed by the amount they have, I guess. Sure. I mean, I just think it's pretty hard to sort of say to a consumer like hey like you're using kind of too much of our product like can you use a little less of it like it seems to be on the supply side that there's an issue surely there's like infrastructure changes that need made well i think like rather than say you are using our service too much more likely my thought would be don't sell a product that you can't guarantee will be usable if everyone buys and uses the product as they want to like if you can only offer so much bandwidth at any particular time advertise it as a 20 meg uh, sort of plan if that's all you can reliably supply to everyone if they're going to use it to its full potential Mm. um james we're seeing like gamers obviously kind of once again the attention of some some negative coverage and, and negative press i suppose um not so much in this case as more recent examples um but why why is it do you think the gamers are still like stereotyped and given such a hard time um i don't i don't know <laughs> no, it's a big, <laughs> big uh, question i'm sorry no i i, I don't, the problem is like, i don't really know much about the people who are making these comments like i've never really, i'm not a, into the that side of things um i would just assume maybe it's just an area that's still relatively new um compared to other mm. things you know in tech like it's it's probably bigger now than it ever was before um i know the industry is growing in australia uh like it's just a, I guess it's just early days and it's probably comes like i don't like the word ignorance because that has i feel like that has a negative connotation but mm. it kind of like a positive way, like, I feel like they could probably just maybe learn a bit more about how it all works and who, and, you know, what they're saying and realise why what they're saying is a little bit, like, kind of ridiculous. Um, I do think it just comes from a place of ignorance and, but, I yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way, if that makes sense. Like, I, yeah. I just think yeah. they need to learn a bit more about it. Um, yeah. I think yeah. maybe it's a bit of a cynical thing for me to say, but it might just be trying to place the blame somewhere so as to deflect it from the NBN being a kind of huge shambles that's kind of irreparably destroyed at this point and can't really be as good as it was promised to begin with. I was trying to like quickly Google just then, but I couldn't find it. I swear like two years ago when when I first got NBN, I remember it was a little bit slow. Um, You got NBN two years ago? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Whew. Damn. Um, Anyway... 
It was whatever. <laughs> Sorry, you're just going to make people um, jealous. Come on I think it was two years ago. I could be wrong, but... No, it was about then. I got it back when I had it around the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, you're right. I'm, maybe even longer than that. But anyway, um, it did get. <laughs> I did notice it was a bit slower, like from seven to nine or whatever. And yeah. um, I remember seeing news articles popping up where they were blaming, like... They started blaming Ironet and, like, Optus for doing unlimited data. Like, they... like. These people just seem to blame everyone else. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that kind of goes a little bit uh, by a to support what I was saying. Like, if you only have so much bandwidth to go around, don't give people unlimited. If they can't use unlimited, just sort of realistically say, "Hey, this is how much you can have. We can't offer you anymore." Then everyone gets what they buy. But yeah. like, you can't just cut. Yeah. But like, they're not going to like cut people off after they use their oh, quota. Yeah. Like, that's not how it works. Um, like, I think I don't know. But I don't. I don't really know how the structure works of the like the whole business. Like, is it really Ironet's fault mm. for giving unlimited, or is it MBNs for not delivering the infrastructure that supports? <laughs> well, that, I mean, you know, if if we're being honest, it's probably a combination of different factors, right? Like, mm, and and some is. of it too would be sort of consumer side as well. Um, and there's certainly like an extent of with faster speeds and unlimited data packages. I guess you're sort of like tempted to push those boundaries and and sort of you know it kind of opens up floodgates, right? Like if you've got greater capacity you're gonna sort of gonna use it more um but i don't know like i just see other countries you know like what they do in the states or parts of europe and stuff and they just don't have these same issues um and you know i get like the economies of scale are different and australia has like different infrastructure challenges but yeah yeah i don't know I, it just seems like the end the whole nbn thing has been a bit of a fiasco and they've not like properly set themselves up for the future like it's just sort of been a sort of big ambitious target that's sort of been backpedaled upon hugely um and inevitably like we're gonna have to upgrade this again i think it'll be sooner rather than later and it'll be a whole other cost and a whole other kind of circuit so i wish they'd just been a bit more sort of committed to this whole thing um, yeah, it's totally gone from like good enough for a long time to yeah. sort of being ratcheted back to good enough, kind of maybe for now, not really. Yeah, I saw I saw one tweet out there, and I wish I'd I'd noted down who it was from, but it was sort of saying like we don't build roads to last five years, we don't build buildings to last five years, but we're building network infrastructure that's only meant to last for five years. Like that's that's just insanity. Um, oh yeah, like I said, I wish I could remember who that was because I thought it was insightful, but. Um, the other part of this Brody though was that bothered me is that the press that were out there, I don't want to labor on this too much longer. Um, but I saw some, um, news outlets out there talking about this and using this like horrible stock image of a gamer, like on their dingy ass couch with like empty Doritos <laughs> packets kicking about the, the floor. Still playing a Wii? Maybe. Yeah. Or like yeah. a GameCube yeah, like or Wii something like that. I think. Yeah. I, I can't quite remember, but like, he looks like he's not showered for weeks. Um, he is a he obviously as well. Um, yeah. why is this like this stereotypical image of this gamer? Just like, is this internet fiend is like still kind of thrown out about there? Um, firstly, I want to know how they got the photo of me. <laughs> and secondly, yeah, look, I don't know. There's just, I don't know. It's a stereotype. Is it going to get better anytime soon? Do you think? No, probably not. But <laughs> but that's just a reality of the situation. It's like optimistic. I th- I think gamers know that's not what they are. Yeah. And I think most people know. I think yeah, I don't know. It's really strange. The media is a strange place. Yeah. I guess mm. when you have to get an image up for your headline immediately, you're just going to go for the easiest thing, which is that yeah. photo. I and guess. to be fair, yeah. I, I, 
well, there was a number of people who called that dude out, and he uh, yeah, he said, yeah, no, fair enough. I'll, I'll have to do better than that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he he knew it was a poor choice. I did see the image. Up. I saw. I think I saw that same sort of image used by a couple of different outlets, though. Mm. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I thought I saw it around there. Um, yeah. I, hopefully, the image is changing. I saw Vince Staples talking about PUBG, and I was like, he is not your your that. He's not that same sort of stereotype. He's a cool dude. Drake playing video games too. Um, you know, we're seeing like all these mainstream kind of well-known people. I know I just listed two musicians there, but um, <laughs> you know, like kind of getting out there and playing video games. And I think they're sort of changing that image a bit as well. Um, but last subject for the day on a bit more of a on a different note, but still somewhat related. Um, Melbourne is set to become the home of esports in Australia. In case you missed this, uh, Melbourne is going to be hosting an inaugural Melbourne Esports Open this September. Uh, John Aaron, the Minister for Tourism and Major Events, announced the massive deal earlier in the week, set to attract the world's best gamers and thousands of visitors from all over the world. The event is currently planned to fill um, the Olympic sort of park here in Melbourne, um, the likes of Rod Laver Arena, Margaret Court Arena, um, and the Function Centre with the hopes of tens of thousands of people gracing the facilities each day. Um, it all sounds pretty exciting, right, Stephen? Do you think uh, this is all going to pan out the way that we hope it will? I think, yeah, it's it's really positive. I, I've been to Melbourne a couple of times and it definitely feels like the right kind of place for this to happen. Like you've got mm. the really cool like GGEZ, I think it was called, and Bar SK, like the two different ends of the gaming and drinking place spectrum. Like They're mm. both really cool places to be. And so... Yeah, I guess that's you know manages to expand to you know esports is going to be kind of in in Melbourne from now on. It's nice to have it recognised and put on paper that yeah Melbourne has a place. This is where it's going to be. All the big events are happening. It's yeah, I'm pretty happy yeah. about it. Yeah, like sports and culture and so like major events are like yeah very much a sort of Melbourne thing. I guess I'm getting a bit proud of my city here. I I suppose, <laughs> um, but like it seems like a good fit, right, James? Like this seems like a, a no brainer sticking in Olympic Park too. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, <laughs> yeah. it's great. Do you think you'll be going? Do you think you'll be going, James? I will not be making a separate trip if that's what you're asking. Um, no, I, it's just not oh, my I thing. S- I suppose it is. Yeah, I suppose I've never really been about for you. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I can't get excited about like if I watch a match of something. I don't know. It just doesn't excite me as much as I, th- I mm. like. I've tried. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, yeah it's just not my thing. Yeah, fair enough. I think, I mean, I've I've been trying to like make an effort to like get into esports over the last probably like over the last six months or so. Um, I thought the Overwatch League helped tremendously with that. I really got around that um, and enjoyed enjoyed it tremendously. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like this this sounds promising. I'm kind of keen to see what sort of games that they have and and how much um, yeah, what sort of support goes behind it. Um, What about yourself, Brady? Do you think you'll uh, be going on this one? Um, I'm not 100% sure. There's a, there's a lot of things about gaming that I try to get into, like, mm-hmm. but esports is not necessarily one of them. Like, I like watching, I like watching people play games, but I don't like watching sweaty people play games. <laughs> like, people that are like, you know... We were just talking about stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you know, well, sorry, that's that's like a destiny Steven, term, everyone, right? everyone knows oh, that all gamers okay. have real sweat issues. Like, that's, that's unfortunately a stereotype that's true. All gamers sweat just profusely. Immensely. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I I think the area they're putting it on in is really good. Like sort of uh-huh. at that end of Olympic Boulevard near the river and stuff. I think that'll be like a really nice sort of hub for like gamers to get together and just do their thing. But 
I don't know. I, typically, none of the games that they play for esports appeal to me. Like, I don't like Overwatch all that much. I don't like any MOBA games, really. So, mm. in terms of that, I, th- I think it sort of lost me a bit. But but if we see, like, know, Rocket if, League if there, or, like, Fortnite, maybe? No. Oh, no? I'm okay. going to buy a ticket <laughs> now. now. <laughs> yeah. No. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, and I hope it is good. But, um... You know, I, I, I don't know that I'll go necessarily. Right. Oh, I think okay. it'd be awesome if it was on, like, the day or one of the days that PAX is on. Like, yeah. I don't know that I would fly to Melbourne to go to an esports tournament that I'd probably, if I was interested, I'd watch it on Twitch or something. But I would, you know, if it was on in an evening of, you know, I'm already in Melbourne, yeah, I'd go along, see what all, see what's going on, see if I can get caught up in the hype. Yeah. Well, there's already like a bunch of different gaming events that all sort of like are all around that same sort of week as PAX. So to make mm. a sort of like a gaming month, like a festival of gaming or something like that'd be really neat. Um, it doesn't look like it'll be happening some around being in September. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really keen on this. I'm, I hope to see, uh, see it really take off and keeps people show up in attendance. I love that it's in like facilities that were intended for sports use as well. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the facilities at Melbourne Park are, like, world-class. So um, it'd be really cool to sort of see it sort of on the world stage and drink, drawing attention to esports. Looking forward to it. Um, but obviously, we'll be uh, bringing that uh, up again as a topic of conversation as we learn more about it. Um, so it's changing to everything Prestart does uh, in relation to that one. Um, but for now, how about we play a round of What the Wiki, guys? Uh, a reminder that What the Wiki is the Starcast game show where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page or an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Uh, last week, in a huge round, James drew level with Brody to tie for first place. Steven has been busy making his way up the leaderboard to now at three points just two behind the leader uh thanks to official what the wiki keeper of the score jamie penning over on twitter for that score update he also gives us the first game for today's round just like you can by dming me on twitter at ewan underscore roxborough uh contestants are we ready for our first game ready sure. as yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love how getting the heart ready games gets <laughs> whenever we start playing this game all right game number one The player starts the game with one cow and can later acquire additional higher quality cattle as well as male sheep, male and female chickens, and a male horse. The cow will stop producing milk after 40 days and will have to be impregnated for her to continue making milk. In addition to these traditional series animals, this is also the first game in the series to feature ducks and a goat. The ducks appear not to incubate eggs of their own, but after acquiring ducks, some of the eggs the player harvests from chickens will hatch as ducklings. It is notable that no fertile eggs are produced in the absence of male chicken, despite the presence of female ducks. The goat (laughs) produces milk for one year, then stops, and may be sold in the special edition for 1,000 gold. The player also starts the game with a dog, and has the choice of floppy or pointed ears. Later in the game, the player may receive a cat from Ramana, also seen in the wilderness, are a tanuki, a lizard, and a turtle, as well as a chihuahua, which appears to be a pet at the dig site. Also notable is Muku Muku, who resembles an abominable snowman. The Muku Muku can only be seen during winter near the tree in which the harvest sprites live and the surrounding area commonly referred to as the forest. I'm going to keep reading. The game is a video game that was released in Japan on September 12, 2003 for the GameCube and on November 11, 2004. James. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. It is Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Is this a favourite game of yours, James? It's not. But 
<laughs> had it on GameCube. So not with you the choice of dog between pointy or floppy ears. I don't remember That's any of that. To- <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I thought you were talking about Fortnite, the update or something. I don't know. Like, I will. I, was I will genuinely- say this about James. Sorry about Jamie. Like, as well as picking obscure games, he finds the most hilarious Wikipedia pages. Like that is so out there and exactly why we play this game. I had to keep questioning. Like, are you actually reading a thing for a game or like a farmer's almanac or something? Like, oh, you can milk the like- cow, but only after forty days. Like, what is this farming yeah. simulator? But then I thought, no, that's too weird. Like, yeah. Then it started having Tanuki, and it's like, mm, okay, that. That's oh, there's a, a new unusual. one on Switch this week. Hey. <laughs> yes, that's I was going to guess that, but I didn't know its that's name. That's the reason why it's uh, relevant this week, yeah. Uh, well, well done, James. You've uh, continued your winning streak <laughs> there with Jamie's suggestions. Um, game number two. A reminder, actually, sorry, that it's the best of... It's the first of two guesses, correct guesses, that takes around the, the points for the round. Game number two. The game is an action role-playing game played from a third-person perspective. The player controls the game's protagonist, Jonathan E. Reed, a doctor who is made into a vampire James. and whose thirst for... Oh, James! <laughs> I'm playing it right now. Vampire? Uh, or vampire? It is... It is... It uh, is vampire. Oh, that um, was so anticlimactic. Had- I almost want to give up my points. <laughs> You were all over there, James, like a rash. Well done. <sighs> yeah. That saves... I've got a whole two other games prepped that I can leave till next week now. This is great. Um, you can just do it yeah, between the you, other two. I saw you... Fun. <laughs> or not. It's fun. I'll save them. Save some, this gives me less work. Um, I'm so disappointed yeah, in myself. Like I was... Really, oh, sorry, Stephen. Oh, yeah, and no, I was listening to last week's episode the other day, and the first, like, three words you said of each game, I was just, like, screaming on the bus, I know this, why can't I answer? And now this time it's like, what? Farming? What What are these games? And, oh, yeah, it's just not yeah. working out for me today. Is Brody still there? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> He's just not I just farmer. haven't played Vampire. Yeah, How are you no. feeling? How are you feeling, Brody? You've just lost your, your lead to James. I've just lost the lead. That's mm. right. It couldn't... <laughs> no, it's okay. It's well, okay. Brody, you've got the experience of having taken home a championship before, so I, I yeah, think you true. will be be more than fine. What do you get? Way. I don't even know. What am I? I'm, you, you get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was meant to figure that out. Shannon and I did have plans. We discussed it. Um, I think for the end of this season, there'll be uh, something a bit more tangible. Um, a certificate you print out. Oh, so I get stooged. That's a commemorative mug. Commemorative, yeah. Press that mug. Um, how is Vampire, by the way? Is that how you pronounce it? Did we decide how we pronounce it? I saw you tweeting about this as well. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm very scared. I think we should just stick act- with Vampire. Actually me, like at some point, tell me I'm pronouncing Actually, it it's Vampire. Um, I think it's Vampire, <laughs> but I don't know. I should really watch a stream or something from the developers but, and they'll probably say it. I mean, it. the game's about a vampire, right? So, and it so is. Surely it's just Vampire. Who knows? Like, um, It's really good. Like, it's really good. Um, it's... Uh, visually, it's obviously quite rough. Like, it's obviously the money went to the gameplay more so than the graphics, which is fine. I don't really care about that. Um, yeah. Really cool, like, mechanic where every single NPC has a name and has, like, a history. And you have to kind of get to know them a little bit more and stuff. Like, yeah, they have, like, an XP bar, basically. And if you eat one of them, <laughs> like, you get that much XP. But if you get to know yeah. them a bit better and, like, do quests for them or, like, get them better because you're a doctor... Um, their XP goes up so you can gain more XP from them. But then you have this catch-22 where, like, you've kind of spent time with these characters and got to know them, and then now you're like, oh, okay, well, now I'm going to kill you. Like, you don't really want to kill the people that you get to know. Do you know what I mean? I thought I read, though, that you could finish the game without killing anyone. You can, but much like... 
of free to play game, you kind of that th- it almost creates a thirst in you as a player because it's quicker to eat people than right. to naturally earn XP. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Like I found this is going to sound really bad, but I found a <laughs> a prostitute on like some back alley who had like three thousand XP on her, and that's like a good six hours worth of um of gameplay there. So I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> so I killed her, and <laughs> wow, and like I felt really bad, <laughs> but like yeah, and that XP was like really good, and no one was watching, and it was just a perfect. And storm in a bottle, you know. Vampires do have souls. It turns out. This sounds Sorry, like a really my connection dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> and James said that he found a prostitute. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, and with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 142 of the Sidecast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One, iTunes, or any other podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.AU and visit the site at Press.com.AU. You can join the conversation using hashtag the Startcast. Today we've been joined by James. You can find me on Twitter talking about chicken wings and vampires. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, where can we find you on Twitter? You so, can, yeah, it's at James, A T J A M Z. And my review of uh, Vampire we- will probably go up by the time you hear this. I'm setting <laughs> yes, myself cool. that goal. Awesome. Uh, we've also been joined by Stephen. Yeah, um, you can find me at Stephen Impson. Um, tweet at me about whether you like cold custard, warm custard, or both. What? <laughs> what the hell? It's, it's a conversation oh. I'm having on Twitter at the moment, and I need, need more like, input. You're trying to make something, but that doesn't, <laughs> like, that's not the right you... Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I feel like I could eat custard. What about mayo as a chip dip? We I had an argument with yes. a friend about that before I came on this episode. There's one. Mayo's Have a you chip, ever nah, dipped chips aioli. in mayo? Don't muck around with that. But no. Oh, fine. <laughs> what do you think oh, it no. is? Mayo is a chip dip, is it not? I don't personally do it, but... May- no, it, like, mayo is a common chip dip. Especially yes. in like the UK, a lot of people just have like chips and mayo. Fantastic! That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to have yeah. recorded. <laughs> <for someone else laughs> to... That's, that's validation. Yeah. That's vindication. Opinion. Like <laughs> uh, cultured. And we've also been joined today with a dodgy connection, Brody. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, you can. Uh... Uh, find me on Twitter at Brody underscore DG. I don't really have anything interesting to add to that, but I just posted something interesting about Kathy Freeman. Find that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta dig deeper into that story. Uh, but until then, I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. Bye.